And what's up, guys? This is the Genocidal Talk. Um, I know I've been promising the recordings after recordings after recordings, and I know that I have not been doing what I promised, but spare with me as real-life situations happened. I'm not going to go into it too much, but real-life situations did happen, and I am back officially. Um... I'm here in my room right now, letting the car, like I used to do my recordings, I'm in my room right now. Um, and I just want to jump into this, man. I really want to jump into this. I really want to get shit rolling. So, without a further ado, we're going to get the ball rolling, and we're going to get this Ayatollah rock and roller. You know what I mean? So, we're going to start off with the story um, that broke out uh, about a couple of days ago, maybe a day ago, a couple of days, maybe like a day, day or two. Um, Triple H, Batista, Randy Orton, and Ric Flair are all going to be on SmackDown the one SmackDown One Thousand as Evolution. Now, given it's not really a breaking news to me because <clears throat> these guys are not SmackDown wrestlers as Batista and Rick, uh, Batista and Randy Orton wrestled for SmackDown, and Triple H and Ric Flair mainly worked on Raw um, for their entirety of their career. Well, not really the entirety of the career, but the majority of the career was based off of Raw. Uh, Triple H was on SmackDown and in WWF um, to just boost SmackDown's ratings. But once the brand split happened, Triple H wasn't really on SmackDown. He was more on Raw, and you could find him more on Raw. He embodies Raw as where like guys like Johnson who body SmackDown then jumped to Raw and now embodies Raw. Um I want to say SmackDown is the second tier brand, but does better in reviews and better in ratings than Raw. Now, the reason why this is happening is because the simple fact is that Raw is not doing what they have the potential to do with wrestlers. Now, they have great spending and a great horizon over wrestlers, but three hours is a pretty long give or take show. Um, Especially if it's about one sec, uh, one segment of a show, you know, which is wrestling. So do keep in mind, this is the reason why wrestling is not the way it used to be with Raw, especially not acting the way they used to be. Isn't, I don't blame the PG era. I blame it on the fact that Vince McMahon doesn't have the slightest idea of what to do with his wrestlers is why his wrestling company, especially his TV show Raw, is not doing well. Um, we had the Raw 1000, which did great. After that, everything fell off. Every time, every WrestleMania, the ratings go up, and they seem to stay up for about two weeks, and then they go back down. SmackDown, which the second-tier brand, always had ratings that were subduable. Um, the ratings never changed. It never fluctuated. If it fluctuated, not not as bad as it were as Raw is. So seeing these three, these four men on SmackDown, yes, it's a breath of fresh air. It'll boost the ratings, but quite frankly, I don't think it's needed. Um, these guys, Evolution was running rampant on Raw, not on SmackDown. Um, so bringing Evolution back to SmackDown is just a worthless thing to do. Um, I don't care about it, but if they had at least brought back Batista um, by himself and kept Triple H and Ric Flair out of the picture, that'd be perfect. We've maybe gotten a Batista versus Randy Orton or Batista actually talking to Randy Orton about his actions. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. 
but that seems like it was more of a better segment than bringing back evolution, which died about five years ago. Um, yes, evolution came back in 2013 to, to fend off the shield. Um, and or 2014, around five or uh, four or five years, but it came back and Batista just, I guess, didn't like the direction of his character or it was because of the movie shoots, whatever it may have been, he had to quit. Um, after that, Evolution broke up, and then they made the authorities to, to compensate for Evolutions, and then it went from there. Um, to be honest with you, I would want to see more of D-Generation X, the uh, Road Dog and Jesse James, and X-Pac, and, you know, all those guys. But again, like I said, we had them for the Raw 25th anniversary or some shit like that. I, that's the one where... Uh, where they were doing a massive square garden in Barclays. I don't remember which one. I think it's Raw 25 or some shit like that. Um, but yeah, it's like I said, it's, it's like it needs SmackDown needs the original SmackDown crew, you know, considering Chris Benoit um, was embodiment of SmackDown and he's now dead. Um, Matt Hardy could be, you know, should have came back at least do a spit with his brother. Um, that would have been more better. That would have been actually better because Matt Hardy embodied SmackDown. He did his own thing in SmackDown. They should have brought back Shannon Moore as the V1s, or at least Shannon Moore as a V1 character, and he just talks to Matt like, yo, what happened to you? And, you know, he say, you know, things change or whatever. You know, just bringing back the nostalgia era where things were going right, you know, in that era uh, for SmackDown. Um, but... I'm breaking the news. Evolution is back. So, you know, it's not really breaking news to me again. And pretty much anybody who don't know, who don't have a Twitter, who don't have um, the WWE app, you wouldn't really know this, but it already came out. So, yeah, I, I don't think Evolution is needed. Um, even bringing back Rey Mysterio would be actually pretty good, too. That's the funny thing. Bring back Rey Mysterio would be great. Um, but let's continue on this, this path that we're on. So, everybody's been talking about Brie Bella's um, botch, and we're going to go into this. Um, now, when she first did her match on Raw, she did it against the Riot Squad, I believe it was. Where it was, um, I think it was Natalia in that match, too, but I know it was definitely the Riot, or, no, it was Brie Bella and Nikki Bella, and, and then versus, like, I think it was Sarah Logan and and Liv Morgan or Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot. I don't remember the, the match. Um, but I remember Brie Bella doing suicide dives and committing suicide. <laughs> she botched the whole entire thing. So the ring rust, and everybody, that's, that's what everybody's talking about, you know, the ring rust. Uh, the ring rust is a very serious thing. Um, I haven't been in the ring for a while, so I have ring rust. Now, me going back into the ring... <laughs> Yeah, maybe in my head it's going to be a little different. You know, maybe I'm not striking, like, hard enough. So, or maybe I'm striking too. Like, it's a different mindset when you have ring, ring rust. It's like you don't really perform what you used to do anymore because of the ring rust. So, um, Brie Bella has ring rust. She committed suicide, doing suicide dive twice and failing. One landing on her neck, the other one... um was when she fell out of the ring completely. 
Um, it was cringeworthy to watch. I, I just didn't want to watch that part. Those parts, it was just like really bad. Um, she did also report that she stiffed Miz in the face, but I feel like that one is kind of just because it builds the story more. Plus, it seems like they do have legitimate beef anyways, Daniel Bryan and the Miz. So her stiffing her husband is actually not a bad thing. Um, it's not. But in the professional world of wrestling, your idea is not to hurt the person you're working with. Accidents happen, but the whole idea of it is not to hurt the person you're working with. And I've seen a lot of people get hurt um, performing at the level that they perform at and trusting the person that they're trusting and the person failing. Um, so... That is a thing. That is a very serious thing that um, people need to take account for. Wrestling is not where you want to hurt somebody. Granted, it's a physical sport, but it's not where you have to really lay hands on somebody. But the fact that Brie Bella punched the Miz in the face, that was actually building the story the way it's supposed to be built. And I liked it. I liked the fact that she stiffed it because it gives them a real feel for, okay, they really have beef. These guys are not just pretending anymore. These guys are really, really, really fighting. So that's the thing. And people who, who perform like Shinsuke Nakamura, he stiffs. He's a stiff worker. He stiffs. He, he does um, a style called strong style. And it, strong style is where you're legitimately hitting somebody. Um, of course, he asks his permission to do uh, such things before doing them um, because not everybody is Finn Balor or AJ Styles where they're like, yeah, bring it, give me your all, give me your all, and, you know, they get hit really hard. No. Some people are not used to that. Americans especially are not used to that. American type of wrestling, they're not used to strong style wrestling. So it's a little different field, you know? But that's different from what Brie Bella is doing. Brie Bella is just legitimately botching her stuff and it's not like it's on purpose it's on accident now the incident that happened on raw we're gonna talk about this um so she first off let's talk about the suicide dive she botched that completely almost breaking and killing herself in that ring and breaking her neck um i was concerned watching that match after that i just shut off raw because i was like i was kind of like done after that i, I kind of saw what i needed to see and I need. I saw a woman who needs to go back to the performance center, and train a little bit more, and work out her kinks in the ring. No, WWE still pushing the Bellas because the Bella is a branding name. It's like the Kardashians. They're the they're the wrestling Kardashians, essentially. They they have no talent to them, and yet they wrestle. You know. Now, before I respected Brie Bella and Nikki Bella before when they. We're doing the twin thing and sister magic and stuff like that. <clears throat> I respected them for that because I was like, yo, they are identical twins. WWE is capitalizing on them on that. So this is going to bring the women's division up to, up to par. And this is great. Like they're, they're not just a household name. They're actual wrestling. Come to find out later on that they only care about the reality side of things. They only care about the, the business that they're running. They only care about their relationship with John Cena and Daniel Bryan. Like, wrestling is not in their incorporated 
lifestyle. So if they come back, it's not like to me the Brie, the Bella's being back. It doesn't. I don't care. I don't care. Yes, granted, you should you never take something for granted because you never know what's, what 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 could happen and you don't know when it's going. Like Matt Hardy retiring. Um, but I you know and, and it's one of those acts where you take you don't take it for granted. But I have to take this for granted because. Again, Brie Bella is botching, and I'm going to get to this. So, she then had the match with Maurice on SmackDown. No reports of her stiffing or anything like that in the ring. Everything was just, just, like I said, the only thing that happened on SmackDown was she punched Miz in the face really hard. Um, but when you go back on to Raw, which, again, I think this... The WWE and Vincent Man need to stop having the Bella Twins on two shows because then it just shows that they're just free agents. That's one, two. It doesn't show that the SmackDown and Raw brand is a separate brand. It's a whole different spectrum. It's the whole oh, we're gonna do superstar shows where wrestlers and Raw can go on SmackDown, and SmackDown wrestlers can go on Raw. Like no, you don't do that. It didn't work before. It worked in the nineties because. Nobody really established SmackDown, but it doesn't work here now in this day and age. It needs to stay as the brand split. Even bring back two pay-per-views a month. That's how you make money. But besides the point. Um, so, she, um, Natalia, Brie Bella, and Nikki Bella were facing off against the Riot Squad. Uh, the Riot Squad consists of Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, and Ruby Riot. Um, during the match, now, the match was flowing really great. Everything was flowing. Everything was going with the flow. Everything was just moving in one motion. During the match, Brie Bella decides to do her husband's um, yes kicks, which has been replicated about two other times by Daniel Bryan himself, which is her husband, and the Miz. So, she decides, well, I'm going to take up my husband's persona because that's her husband. And it's understandable. It's very respectable. So she starts doing the yes kicks to the chest. Now, what happens afterwards is weird. Because in any wrestling business, again, your motive is not to hurt the person. Your motive is to protect the person and work through the match. Again, things happen, but that's the motive. You're trying to protect the person. You're trying to protect yourself. So, during the match, she kicks her in the chest about the three times. The fourth and fifth time, she kicks her in the face. Now, kicks to the face definitely hurt, no matter what it is. Now, wrestling kicks, granted wrestling uh, wrestling kicks, um, they're not supposed to make as much contact as as Brie Bella did, but it's, it's supposed to make contact. Brie Bella... And I can tell you this much, it wasn't a work, it wasn't a sh- this was definitely a shoot. This was just her having a ring rust and her working in the ring and being out of the ring for so long. Um, she legitimately kicked Liv Morgan in the face. Not only kicking her in the face, but concussing her. Now Liv Morgan is concussed in the middle of the ring. And trust me, I know what concussion is like because... If you go back to um, GTS Wrestling, um, to one of the shows, um, I was on the show, actually. And I did a spot with hit, uh, Ace Hitman Jones. I don't care. I, this is my podcast. Grim can't do nothing about it. Suck my dick. 
Um, he, I did spot with Grim and not Grim. I'm sorry. I did spot with Ace Hitman Jones, and I was supposed to take a flip. Uh, it was a senton flip outside the ring. I took the flip in one motion. I tucked my neck. And that's not the one thing they teach you in wrestling. Like, it, And it hurts like hell when you're wrestling the very first time to tuck your neck all the time when you're taking a bump. But it happens. You have to take your neck. You have to tuck your neck to protect your neck. I tucked my neck. I whiplashed back. And I concussed myself on the tile floor. Um, when I concussed myself on the tile floor, that was just it. It was just like, it was just crazy. I concussed. I was moving weird. I could not see. Your vision gets changed. That's for sure. Your vision is blurred. Um, you're not acting the same. You're not speaking properly. You're moving a lot slower. You're moving like you're dazed and confused. That's me in, um, in the ring. Lynn Morgan... At least she got to lay down. So she got kicked in the face twice. She laid down. She just completely knocked out. Still had to with there at all to kick out. And that's the thing with me. Like, when like, with concussions, I had a concussion in my match as well. And Hayes went for the Swanton after doing the, uh, the Coast to Coast. He went for the Swanton. One, two. And people, like, legitimately do not realize that they did things because they usually black out. So I blacked out during the match and I don't remember me kicking out. All I heard was two and I lift my arm up and that was me kicking out. And Ace was like, what the fuck? Like, what, what is going on? And I'm like, oh, I just kicked out. I didn't know. Like, you know, I'm concussed. You're not performing at your lo- at a level where you're now, saying now you're performing at a level where you're dazed, you're confused, and everything else is just blurred. Even your thought process is blurred. Um, so she got she kicks out, and then you can see Liv Morgan, well, Brie Bella picking her up, and Liv Morgan trying to push her to the corner, and she was so out of it that she stumbled about a good two times. Ruby, um, Ruby and Sarah Lohan were of course, legitimately scared because that's their friend in the ring, and she's hurt. Um, so, they tagged her out, they kept Liv Morgan out um, off to the side. So, the two-on-three, or three-on-two, whatever way you want to put it. Um, and during the match, Sarah Logan went for a catapult. Now, what a catapult is, is where a wrestler takes your legs and they flapjack back it's, well, they take a bump back, and your your motion with that is you're leaning forward, like a catapult, you know, regular catapult. So, Liv Morgan went for uh, no, Sarah Logan went for went for a catapult, and Ruby Riot was supposed to elbow um, Brie Bella in the face. Brie Bella botched that as well. Brie Bella elbows Ruby Wright in the face. And you can see Ruby Wright legitimately pissed off. And not only that, it's no selling the no selling the elbow. Which now causes a problem in the match because now you make the match look really weird. Um so now she's legitimately pissed off in the ring working with Brie Bella. Eventually Liv Morgan comes back for the triple suplex spot and then she was seen by doctors. Um 
My whole intake on this, though, I did not like the fact that Brie Bella injured this woman. Now, granted, Liv Morgan is not my idealistic wrestler. That's why she's in the Riot Squad and she's not getting really much of a push. It's supposed to be the beat-up clan. But that does not mean you injure a wrestler. Now, for me, to me, this is, has some kind of ulterior motive to it. It doesn't feel like it was just an accident. There's no way in hell that this was an accident. Yes, granted, she has ring rust. And yes, granted, um, the ring rust is something that's ensued in wrestlers when they're stepping away from the ring. But this doesn't seem like it was an accident. I feel like this was an actual thing that happened and that wanted to be uh, that wanted to happen from Bella. I feel like I think Liv, Liv Morgan still has heat with Carmella, and I, I believe Carmella is friends with the Bellas. I believe so. So I could see where that could have came in, but I don't. Again, like if that's not the case, I feel like there's something personal that Brie Bella had against Liv Morgan because there's no way in hell, and in there was actually some comments too that was weird that um they were like saying how pretty much for the last two kicks she didn't look down and she just kicked her in the face. No, I honestly I saw in the match I got to review the tape again, but I saw in the match where where. Brie Bella was looking better in her face. She just legitimately kicked her because maybe Liv Morgan was selling too good and she got kicked in the face and you, you don't know. But what I can tell you this much is I can say this and I can say this with like the utmost respect. Brie Bella, you need to go and retire. The Bellas need to retire. The Bellas are not needed at this point in time to wrestle. There's no reason for the Bella to beat the Bella twins to be here. Nikki Bella don't need to be here because she has her whole life with other stuff. Um, Nikki... I'm sorry, guys. I'm hearing voices. That's why I'm, I'm hearing I hear people talk. Nikki Bella does not need to be here because she has her own company as well as Brie Bella, but Brie Bella is a mother. She doesn't need to be here. Nikki Bella needs to figure out herself. I feel like these two, being on Raw and being wrestlers again, I don't like it. I don't like it. I like the fact that we have people legitimately legitimate people who who wrestle, who brings the brand up. The Bellas are outdated, they're past their prime, they're like the Kim Kardashian of wrestling, and it's sad. Vince McMahon won't see that. Vince McMahon won't 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 tell us tell us that, but that's what it is. He's forcing us to, he's forcing us to love the Bellas. Especially since the Bellas are known to politics. Um they're they're really bad, you know, really bad at politicking, but they they're they're great at politicking. Hence is why um the only thing that really worked in their favor is really other than the Divas Championship would be the um the fact that Nikki and Bree did not want Maria Canellis to come back to WWE. And if you remember Maria, Maria was the uh dim witted um the dim-witted uh, host of dim-witted talker or whatever it was. Uh, I forgot what the backstage interview were. She was a dim-witted one who made the show very fucking entertaining. And Maria's a great person, a really great person. And I'm sad that the time that she wanted to come back to WWE, to the WWE is the time that the Brie Bella was there and the Bellas did not like her for um, a claim that happened we're not going to get into it because I'm not sitting here listening to rumors, but the claim was that um, 
Maria was dancing with Nikki Bella's boyfriend, um, Dolph Ziggler, and that's the reason why they 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 had her barred from WWE. WWE uh, from the WWE. There we go. Sorry, I'm not speaking English right now. Um, and they bar- they actually barred a lot of other wrestlers as well. Some of them were legitimate, and some of them were just like you're just fucking up things to fuck up things. Um. My whole thing is, um, hopefully we can get Maria Canales back on TV. Um, may, that would spice things up so much, and we can have a match between Maria Canales and Nikki and Brie Bella. Like, this is, that would be great. That would be great. But, like I said, other than outside of, outside of that, which is legitimate beef, which I would love to see unfold on TV, I don't care about the Bella. The Bella needs to go away. And if Brie Bella not knocking out, if Brie Bella not knocking out um Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan, and Brie Bella committing suicide during suicide dive spots, then I don't know what is. I legitimately don't know what is. I don't know like how the WWE can still endorse this. I don't know how the WWE can still want this to be a thing. I wouldn't want this for my brand, and I wouldn't want this for any other brand. I wouldn't want this for anybody who wrestles in the WWE to say, hey, yeah, this is a thing that we need to have. Like, the Brie Bellas are not something that's necessary. We don't need it. Um, other than that, the other rumor that I have, the other talks I wanted to talk about before I go is Impact actually sat down with the WWE for the first time and they met up in Stanford, Connecticut, and they were talking. Still not clear on what happened, and no one knows what the uh, the the um, arrangement of the meeting was. All we can tell you is that the simple fact of the impact going there it might mean one or two things. They're trying to spot out wrestlers, um, to help their show. They're trying to get um a WWE superstar to appear on it, or they're trying to do a feud. Now, what I think is going to happen, and what I hope is going to happen, is they're in the talks. To having to having impact and WWE coincide with each other, to where now the WWE is endorsing Impact and Impact is doing a hell of a which I, again I love Impact. Impact is doing a hell of a lot of a job since 2011 when Hogan was running it, and then afterwards where everything was spiraling down out of control, they really picked up their shit, and I really love the show now. I haven't watched it in a while, but I do watch the highlight clips, and it's really lit. Aside from a couple of wrestlers, but it's really lit. Um, what I what I want to say, I hope this is the talks for WWE to endorse Impact now, and to have Impact. And if you don't know, Jeff Jarrett is working on NXT with Triple H and helping Triple H run NXT a little bit. So, and he's the co-founder of Impact Wrestling. So this this might put Impact in a good spot. Again, we're not clear on what's going on, and it's kind of making me upset because if I know the details, I'll break it to you guys with a heartbeat. I don't know what the, the conversation was like. I don't know what the meeting was like. So we, we got to wait and see how everything unfolds. But I can tell you this much. It must be good news if the Impact is meeting with WWE and WWE is calling the, the meeting because it was rumored that Impact called the meeting and they went up to Stanford, Connecticut, and Impact was doing all the talking and WWE was listening. Then it was saying on the other spectrum that Impact, uh, WWE called Impact, Impact went to Stanford, and they were both tossing ideas and or WWE was 
uh, speaking and impact was listening. But either which way, it doesn't really matter. I just want something to be worked out between impact and WWE. If we could get another invasion angle, that would be perfect in this day and age because those are two companies that are too good for, too, too good to not have an inv- uh, invasion angle. Too good. Um, but this has been the Genocide of Talk, and I've been your host, and I'm going to talk to you guys soon.